Irish NFL show. Firstly, thank you for listening to the show. We truly appreciate all our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we would massively appreciate it. Also, reach out to us on social media. We love interacting with listeners and with fans from wherever you are in the world. And with that said, on with today's episode. Welcome into the Irish NFL show. The schedule is out later today, but over the side of the world, we are actively looking forward to the Notre Dame game that this coming August against Navy, the first college game of the season. We're delighted to have Brock Wright, the tight end of the Detroit Lions, join us on the show. Brock, who formerly would have played for Notre Dame, came out of Notre Dame College. It's great to have you on the Irish NFL show. Happy to be on. Thanks for having me. Brock, I'd imagine you're aware this game is going on and the great excitement that comes with Notre Dame coming to Ireland and playing this game here in the fall. From your experience there, the importance of globally the game and in terms of the fans obviously recognize that Notre Dame is such a marquee name this side of the world. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Notre Dame has played overseas a number of times in Ireland, and we were actually supposed to play over there at Dublin my senior year. Um, but then we happened to have COVID, and we weren't allowed to uh, to do any of the travel. So I was really bummed about that. But I'm really looking forward to the game this year. And uh, I know all the guys I played with are going to be tuned in, and we're, uh, we're excited to watch it. And uh, I suppose um, in terms of your time at Notre Dame, I mean, the we, we were fortunate. We did side guys over, um, got the opportunity to to talk to them. They talked about, you know, the, I suppose, the expectations. Because when, when you're at Notre Dame, it's not just the football side of things. Notre Dame prides itself um, on the study side of thing, on the character side of thing. Um, can you talk to us about your experience uh, there, Brock, and what that was like? And, um, do you feel that's kind of made a, a real difference to to you in, in your your life and career? Yeah, definitely. I, first, I'll start by saying uh, I think uh, that's the main reason most people who choose to go to Notre Dame, whether it's for uh, athletics or just for academics, um, that's the main factor. It's, just, it's a special place. I think Lou Holtz had a quote that said, uh, for those who um, haven't experienced it, no explanation will suffice. And those who have, no explanation is necessary. And um, so, you know, most people just say that it's uh, it's special with the kind of tradition they have, the kind of individuals that go there, um, whether it's uh, students, you know, faculty, staff, sports teams, or just the people that volunteer as ushers on on the campus. Um, it's a real sense of community and uh, and backed by faith. And I think that's a pretty special thing. And can I just, uh, I saw you did a, a video of a day in the life during your junior year. Um, does your mom still do your laundry? No, no, but she does. She does offer every time she comes up here to Detroit for game days. So, uh, you know, sometimes I'll let her do a little laundry, but I'm going to learn to do it on my own. Brock, you're playing at the moment for one of the most eccentric coaches in the league, Dan Campbell, but I suppose just reflecting back again on your college career, is there any particular coaches that, I suppose, stood out from your time with Notre Dame that you still kind of reflect on as a leading kind of person that helped you? transition from the college game into the NFL? Yeah, definitely. I saw uh, Coach Bayless last weekend, our strength coach, or a few weekends ago uh, for the spring game. And um, Coach Bayless came to Notre Dame the same time I did. We started off spring semester of uh, 2017. And um, 
you know, he was a, he's been a huge role model in my life and a lot of the guys I played with there and he's still with the team. Um, taught us a lot of mental toughness and qualities that, that helped us on the field, but more importantly off the field. And uh, so I'm forever grateful for him. And I know a lot of other people are as well. I suppose the tight end, it's a position where um, it can be difficult to transition into the league. Um, we, we've seen it even, you know, superstars like Kyle Pitts, um, kind of generational talent, obviously incredible um, player, but even he has, has kind of found it that it takes a year or two to to really find your feet. As somebody who is in the league, Brock, I'm just wondering your your thoughts on that as to, because we've seen in the last couple of years, right, with college, you've seen wide receivers kind of be able to come in. We're even seeing now with cornerbacks, which is a position where, again, it used to take a year or two for guys to buy their feet. But all of a sudden you've got Sauce, you've got Patrick Sartan. For the tight end, it still seems to be that it does take that year or two. Can Can you give us any insights as to why that might be? I, if I had to guess, I would say it's probably because of the combination of mental and physical uh, that goes into the position. You have that with every position, of course, but with tight end, you uh, you got to do uh, a lot. Um, you know, be involved in the the run blocking, pass protection, running routes. Uh, so all facets of the game. And so first, I think it comes with uh, maybe some a reason why some rookies might struggle picking it up quickly is because of the mental side of things. Um, but then to do that on top of getting your technique down, which you might not have had uh, necessarily in college or uh, right away when you get to the NFL. So it's just a, it's a combination of the two of those. I suppose everybody got opportunities as first hand to look at the Lions last year were hard knocks and going into the season, everybody didn't have a lot of expectations, but there was continuous talk this team would make an upward jump and we saw that you know as the season transpired they nearly make the playoffs how enjoyable was it actually to be a part of a team initially that was going to have a difficult start to season and as the season west got stronger and stronger and we're so close to making the playoffs right i'd say it's rewarding but even more so it just makes us more optimistic for the future you get a little bit of that um winning mentality and you just want more of it uh my rookie year we lost a lot of close games and then uh, to start off last season uh we we're six and one losing um, close games as well but then it's almost like we just, uh, you know, we flipped the switch and uh, we started winning some. And, uh, and now we're just looking forward to keep that rolling in the next year. I suppose piggybacking a little bit on, on my last question, but from your perspective, did you have um, a kind of um, a, a moment um, where you realized you had arrived in, in the NFL? Was it that first touchdown? Um, or or was there even a moment before that? You know, I know for, for some players it can be maybe, you know, a, a big block or something like that. But for you, what was your kind of I've arrived moment? Oh, I don't know. Well, first of all, my first game was in uh, Los Angeles at the SoFi Stadium. And playing in that stadium was pretty incredible for my first NFL experience. But um, I don't know. I'd say uh, playing in Green Bay last year, week 18, Sunday night football was a special moment too, just knowing that I spent every Sunday growing up just looking forward to Sunday night to watch that game and uh, finally getting to play in it was something really special for me. Brock, uh, in, the, in the most recent draft there last week, uh, Laporte, the tight end, gets gets drafted, so you have some healthy competition coming in in a, in a tight end room. Have you had an opportunity to to reach out to him and have a conversation because obviously you'll have that experience now having gone through that and you have to transition from the college game into, into the NFL and how you can assist and help these players. 
No, I haven't met him yet, but he gets here tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to it. And we have a really close tight end unit, so it'll be good to add a couple more guys. And that's the great thing about the position. We're always learning and feeding off of each other. So it'd be nice to have another guy in the room that can help us with that. I suppose, look, um, everybody, obviously, you know, the draft is something that gets highlighted, but, you know, there are different routes in, and we have seen guys, you know, you, you led to, uh, undrafted side as a free agent, Kurt Warner, uh, went that same route, Jason Peters, James Harrison, uh, my Chris Harris Jr. from my own Broncos won a, a Super Bowl. In terms of, like, w- once you're once you're in the league, like, obviously, media uh, obsess over like this guy got drafted in this round and kind of, you know, constantly referred to it in the locker room or coaches. Does that ever even come up? No, I don't think so. I think um, people might have an idea of where people were drafted and whatnot, but you know, it's a, what have you done for me lately kind of job and league. So all that matters is uh, producing now that you're here. I think that's a pretty cool aspect of the game. Everyone has a different route. Um, some people took much longer for success. Some people, uh, had it immediately, and uh, that's what makes the game game great. It doesn't matter where you came from; it's a, the ultimate team sport, and uh, you just got to produce. Brock, you touched on this was year you started the season, and the previous season we lost games, you know, close games. But there's been a lot of down years for Lions, for the Lions, AM, the organization, and the fans. Yet teams are are turning around. I think it's the first time in many a year that they've been favourites to win the division. You see, for the for the upcoming season. Has the expectations sunk in yet with the team? I know it's fairly early in the offseason. It's kind of all of a sudden people are kind of focused on the Lions more so than they would have previously in other years. Yeah, I think so. But it's just our goal is the same as always. We're just trying to compete, produce, improve, and get wins on the board. Um, but it, it is notable, the, uh, the fan base, the kind of confidence they have in us now. And there's been this outpouring of, of um, support from the Detroit community and, and – uh, and that's been really cool to be a part of. The the fan base here is incredible, and um, and having their support means the world to us. So we're looking forward to playing for them this season. Brock, you're you're a Texas boy, but obviously having gone to to Notre Dame and and now in Detroit, um, the weather's a little bit different. Um, have you have you managed to uh, get get um, used to to winters, or or is that something that uh, will forever be uh, a little bit strange? I think I've acclimated pretty well, but it's still strange. I mean, we had snow here two weeks ago. So in May it was snowing and, um, which was crazy. I had to go out there and scrape off my window, but, uh, but no, I don't, I don't know if you can ever get fully used to it, but, uh, I've done, I've done about as good as I think I can. Brock, there's a story behind the exotic ranch that's, that's held by the, the family. Do you want to, do you want to lean into that and tell us, tell us a little bit more to the Lions fans this side of the world? Yeah, sure. My uh, so my parents bought a ranch a few years back in Iola, Texas. It's not far from where we live in Cyprus, and um, it's a high fenced exotic ranch. So my they have about nine, ten different species out there of uh, all sorts of exotic animals. But then you know, regular white tailed deer and whatnot that are native to Texas. But it's a great place to go out with the family and um, spend time and uh, kind of just get away from things and. Um, we have some zebras out there that that everyone always wants to hear about. So that was kind of the um, the word going around a couple of years ago. Whenever people found out that we own some zebras, and um, having not been, you know, having had the the trip to Ireland, I suppose cancelled because of COVID. And I know that you are uh, an avid golfer. 
Uh, might we see you uh, on the, this little green island at some point in the future? It's on the bucket list. I'm going to get over there as soon as I can, definitely. Just a quick question around the, the division because it's evolving with the Aaron Rodgers trade and the, the Packers is obviously moving on to, to love now. And, you know, the, we saw last week aggressive moves by the Vikings to try firm up this offense. You got the Bears emerging now again, being so active in free agency. It's a it's such an opportunity for the Lions. But as a whole, how do you see the division now? Is it's certainly different to how it would have been since you came into the into the right. Yeah, very competitive division. Um, I'm just looking forward to playing all those teams this year. Um, I think it's going to be exciting to watch it. I know we're ready for it. Any particular sorry, any particular game on the schedule that you're you're keeping an eye out for? Oh no, not in particular. Just you know, whichever one comes next. You mentioned, um, Brock, that, uh, that, you know, growing up, um, it was that Sunday night game that you always are keeping an eye out for. Uh, just wondering, like, um, when when you were growing up, who were the, the players that you particularly enjoyed watching? You know, we all have, have our own, you know, whoever, whether they were on the defense or offensive side of the ball. I'm um, wondering for, for you, who, who was that? Uh, I was... I knew that I was going to play tight end ever since I was in grade school. So I've always been a Rob Gronkowski fan. So I would love watching Gronk out on the field, uh, making plays. And um, so I, I would say he's the first one that always comes to mind for sure. And I remember him wa- watching him in Sunday night games, making big plays, catching balls from Tom Brady. So um, that'll always be ingrained in my mind forever. Rock, you touched on close games. One particular close game last year, which is that Jets game on the road in which you scored a 51-yard touchdown. Um, Colin calls out to kind of come to Jesus moment. You you recognize you've arrived, but to win the game in the manner in which you did with that touchdown so late in the game, that must have been such a fantastic feeling. He's, can you recall the moments of that play and how it transpired? Yeah, it was thrilling. It, I'd, I'd say it's, uh, you know, it's almost ironic. I, d- I honestly didn't have a great game, uh, and I, I had dropped the ball a few plays earlier. And um, we had that fourth down and was just able to uh, almost redeem myself in a way and make up for it. And um, it was pretty special celebrating with the guys after that one. Brock, um, we we know that even at this time of the year, you have a whole bunch of commitments. So we appreciate the, the time that you have given to us. We want to wish you and the Lions all the best for the upcoming season. And uh, fingers crossed uh, you will be competing for the division and playing in the, the playoffs. And definitely there is an open invitation to, to visit Dublin at some point in the future. I'll be out there, no doubt. Thank you all for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Thank you.